Welcome to the Revival Center Podcast, where you can hear the latest messages and thoughts from our church. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by today's message.
the soldiers may have been ordered out, but we're still there. Isn't that awesome? We're still there. And the Lord helping us, we have uh, had different, different expressions of caring for people by giving food and blankets because their economy is absolutely shattered and the gospel is still going forth. And I want to say thank you to our constituency across the United States for your giving. Because of that, we have given over a hundred and some thousand dollars just this past year to help feed and clothe and share with people the love of Jesus Christ in Afghanistan. You know, anybody remember the 1980s? Anybody remember the 60s? You're my crowd. But I had a friend that said, if you remember the 60s, you weren't there. So, if you don't understand that, ask somebody my age. But early in the 1980s, a missionary by the name of David Irwin had such a passion and burden for the Muslim people that he started a ministry called Center of Ministry to Muslims. And his goal was to raise awareness and raise prayer partners to pray for the Muslim world. Since the 1980s, and tragically, one year after he started this ministry, he was killed in a car accident. But God blessed that seed that was planted. Do you know you plant seeds? Maybe you'll never see a harvest. But if you plant the seed, the harvest is going to come. 60,000 people every Friday afternoon pray for Muslims around the world in years coming to come. Isn't that awesome? That seed that was planted has borne much, much fruit. Now, the fact of the matter is, is that God is moving in all of the Islamic peoples of the world right now. It's unprecedented in Christian history. Let me give you one example. A missionary, uh, a brother from, and his wife from Mississippi. Okay, that's like a neighbor, right? I know I'm in Alabama country. I get that. But he was from Mississippi, and he went to Kosovo. Now, Kosovo is down in former Yugoslavia. You may remember in the 90s there was a war there against the Serbs and the Kosovars. He was there and his family during that war. They had to be evacuated, I remember, but he had learned the language, he had learned the culture, and when the, when the war was over, he and his family went back into Kosovo. And when they got there, they, they, they knew what to do. They didn't have heat, they didn't have warm water, they didn't have so many different things because it was a devastated economy. But one day he went to the grocery store because he heard some supplies had come in. And he went because in that culture, the women don't go, the men go. So he was standing at the cash register and was speaking in the Kosovar language to the, ca to the cashier. And the guy behind him tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, you're speaking our language. And our missionary said, yeah, I know, I live here. And he tapped him on the shoulder again. He said, but you're speaking our language. He said, yeah, I know, I live here. He says, but you're an American. He heard the little Mississippi drop. He said, you're an American. And, and well, here's, if you speak three languages, you're trilingual. If you speak two languages, you're bilingual. If you speak one language, you're American, right? So he said, listen, I am a radio host of a program that reaches 60% of Kosovo, which is 99% Muslim. He says, I want you to come onto my show 
and I will interview interview, and we will talk. And our missionary said, okay, I'll come. Now, he didn't know he was a missionary. He didn't know who he was. All he knew is he could speak the language. He was at the store as a man doing the grocery because he had learned the culture. He was incarnating Jesus Christ in that society. And our theme this year is Christ among us. You see, we are representative of Christ among people. In your family, in your society, in your culture, in your neighborhood, at work, wherever. We represent Jesus Christ. We are his ambassadors. So he gets on the radio show and it, it starts at uh, 11 o'clock at night and goes to like 1 o'clock in the morning. And the name of the show was, Are You Lonesome Tonight? And it starts off with Elvis Presley, if that's not a kick, right? So he gets on and he starts talking. They have these general questions. And it's a call-in show where you could ask questions. So people were calling in and asking Mark, our missionary, some questions. And then, uh, and then one of the believers heard it, called in and said, is it true that only Jesus is the only way to heaven? And so Mark got to witness to 60% of Kosovo through that message and medium of radio that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation. Amen. Because, because, because he's there. Family. And because of where you are, the gospel comes in. And because you give, because you make a faith promise in this kingdom building, many other people will be able to hear the incredible message that changed your life, changed my life. So, at this time, it has been estimated that in the last two decades, between, let me get my figure right, between two and seven million Muslims have come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's unprecedented. Unprecedented. Praying, incarnating, sharing the gospel. So important. Let me talk about Buddhists and Hindus. You know, we don't know too much about Buddhists and Hindus in our society and in our, in, in our culture. We see maybe some temples, Hindu temples or Buddhist temples. We hear about Buddhist meditation and all of these kinds of things, but our, our knowledge is, is, is pretty pretty minimal. Back in, in fact, one of the first missionaries that went from the United States went to a country called Myanmar, which is used to be called Burma, okay? And he went with his family, lost two wives, lost his children, but they stayed through all of that incredible trial, disease, uh, ostracized, and he learned the language and translated the Bible into Burmese. I was in uh, Myanmar several years ago, and they're still using that Bible that he translated. Can you believe that? They're still 200 years later still using that Bible. Now, it needs to be updated. I don't know if that would be a Bible project for you all or not. But that, that's incredible, 200 years later. He says, what I, what I loved about his testimony, he says, God loves But I think God honors the importunities 
of us. The tenacity, the perseverance, the not giving up because it just reveals the heart how passionate we are about this need or request that we have in our hearts. And that's why I'm so thankful to you all because you didn't give up praying for me. Doctors gave up on me three times, said he won't make it, but here I stand because people kept praying. And I know many of you were a part of that. This Adoram Judson, his name, he also said this, we stand at the dividing line of empires of darkness and light. I don't think there's a better description of the world and the kingdom of God. The empire of darkness and light. You know, that's when, when the light shines, there is no darkness. Darkness can never overcome light. When light shines, it can never overcome it. And our missionaries that you send out that incarnate Jesus Christ because of your faith promises. And when I looked at that bulletin and saw the list of missionaries, my heart just went, well, I must have a heart attack. And I thought, dear Lord, these people are so committed. And what your commitment is like I told you about in Kosovo or these men that we just talked about, people incarnating Jesus in difficult societies. Listen to what uh, Judson said. He said, when... When a man listens, God speaks. When a man obeys, God acts. And when a man, and this could be applied when I say man, <laughs> that's the generic meaning women as well, okay? And when a man prays, God empowers. Let me say that one more time. When a man listens, God speaks. When a man obeys, God acts, and when a man prays, God empowers. You know, when I woke up out of that coma in, uh, and began to get my cognitive abilities back again, because your mind just goes to sleep, that's why you're so weird. <laughs> there are funny stories there, but I won't tell you in the pulpit. Um, the, when I woke up, there was something that was burning in my heart. I had been to Tibet, and thank you for supporting Tibet. I'd been to Bangladesh, I'd been to uh, Nepal, I'd been to Bhutan, I'd been to Vietnam, I'd been to Thailand, to Myanmar, I'd been to Sri Lanka, to India, just about everywhere where Buddhism and Hinduism. And my heart, my heart breaks for those people because they're trapped in a, in a culture, in a, an understanding that they have to earn merit to get in touch with God. And that is 180 degrees different than the grace of God. See, none of us earned our salvation. None of us earned the baptism of the Holy Spirit. None of us earned the healing power. None of us earned that our marriages would be restored. None of us earned that. But that's their whole mentality. They have to earn it. So that's why they spin the wheels. That's why when they're on a pilgrimage, they'll walk three steps and then prostrate themselves on the ground until they get to the temple. And then they do that day after day after day, trying to earn merit, so that when they reincarnate, they come back better. And my heart, I can't tell you the pain that I had in my heart. And I said, you know, David Irwin planted a seed of praying for the Buddhist people. And I said to our executive committee, and I say it to you today, that we are praying for the Buddhist and Hindu world. We are here more 
We're believing God will raise up 50,000 prayer partners. And if you go to our website, agwm.org, there's places where you can sign up and pray. That it's because prayer opens the door. Prayer opens the door. So today's reality. Let's talk about today's reality. We're, we're searching for what's the difference? What makes the difference in these people's lives? Today's reality is that 157,000 people will die today in the world. That's 6,500 people per hour. So this hour that we're in church, 6,500 people have gone into eternity. 30, 31% of them have never heard the gospel That's 16,000 people in this hour. How will they hear? Unless you're sent. How will they hear? 37% of those that, were, that are born or will be born in this hour will be born in unreached parts of the world. Unreached parts of the world. Where they have no church, He said this, if sinners be damned, at least let them leap over our dead bodies. And if any perish, let them perish with our arms wrapped around their knees. And he said, if hell is to be filled, let it be filled with the teeth of our exertions and let no one go unwarned or uncrazy. I have, I have people in my family and extended family that need to hear the message, that need to accept the message. If you say, well, I've tried and tried, but they haven't come, don't quit trying. Don't give up. You keep praying. You keep calling their name out before God. So, there are three words, in closing, there are three words that people cringe at when they hear them. These three words are words that a believer in the Savior of the Lord Jesus Christ embraced. So most of the world will cringe at these three words, but believers should embrace them, or will embrace them. Number one, sacrifice. Nobody likes sacrifice. Nobody likes to say, I have to make a sacrifice of anything. My agenda for life and ministry must be God's agenda, not my agenda. That's what lordship of Jesus means. It's his agenda, not my agenda. What he wants, not what I want. And that requires what? Let, if anyone come after me, let him deny himself. What's that? That's sacrifice. Let him deny himself and follow me. Our goal is to selflessly serve the Lord, even 
to sacrifice yourself. And I am not pointing fingers because I know there are people in this congregation that have sacrificed, either in giving or going or being a part of sharing the gospel, being mocked at, being ostracized. I get that. God's pleased with our sacrifice. I mean, a God that sacrifices his only son is pleased with whatever we give him as a sacrifice. Secondly, the second word is servanthood. A lot of people don't like to be served. But Jesus came to earth, he said, not to be served, but to serve and to give his life kingdom of God is like this three-cylinder engine on t- with a turbo top. Sacrifice and servanthood leading the way. And the last one is selflessness. Selflessness. May we be so giving, sharing, and magnanimous that we stand out in a world of selfishness. Because all you hear in the media song that my kids used to sing in Sunday school. It's called, What a Wonderful Way to Spell Joy. It goes like this. J is for Jesus, because he takes first place. O is for others. Who's, who, I forgot forgot the phrase. O is for others. Can't even rhyme, sorry. O is for others, and Y is for yourself. J-O-Y best way to spell joy. Jesus, others, you. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 through 17 says, but thanks be to God who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession and uses us to spread the aroma of knowledge of him everywhere. Isn't that beautiful that Paul wrote? For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those that are being saved and those that are perishing. We bring an aroma with us no matter where we are. That's why our theme this year is Christ among us. To the one we are an aroma that brings death, to the other an aroma that brings life. And who is equal to such a task? Unlike so many, we do not peddle the word of God for profit. On the contrary, In Christ, we speak before God the sincerity as those sent from God. All of us, no matter what place we have in the kingdom, are sent. We are God's ambassadors. Let me close with this word. Carl F. Henry, a famous theologian, said this. The gospel is only good news if it gets there in time. The gospel is only good news if it gets there in time. Lord Jesus, help us understand the time like the men of Ithaca and understand that the gospel must be spread. Thank you for being such an For more information about the Revival Center, visit us on the web at revivalcenterag.com.